Hey, this is Jerry. Welcome to the New Deal, New Minute, November 2nd, 2020. It is the eve of American democracy's future. Thank you for checking in with the New Minute. Uh, please hit the subscribe button below if you like listening to my rants, you know, on a daily basis as I go over things. I'm going to talk a little bit about COVID-19 as usual. Trump's misstep with that. Again, real quick before we jump into some election predictions and things to look out for going into tomorrow night and just give my experience of, you know, what I'm expecting tomorrow night, how nervous I am and how excited I am. So uh, here we go. Okay, so before we get to election stuff, just want to go over some COVID numbers real quick. So last week, Stanford University released a study, and that study basically said that Donald Trump's rallies between June 20th and September 22nd. As a result of those rallies, there were 30,000 new COVID cases and 700, up to 700 deaths caused as a result of those rallies, either by people attending them and, and passing away or people spreading the virus to then people, you know, who then passed away, who even didn't attend the rallies. Those are big numbers. And it's a perfect example for Donald Trump's leadership because he'd rather be out there holding rallies, putting people at risk, and then convincing them that they're not at risk only for them to either get very sick or, or, or pass away and, and affect those families, American families, that he's supposed to be protecting. Further, at a rally yesterday, the crowd is chanting, fire Fauci, fire Fauci, fire Fauci. And this is a, you know, one of the best epidemiologists in the world. He worked on the AIDS crisis. He worked on the Ebola outbreak a few years ago. He's working on this now. And Donald Trump has convinced these followers that we need to fire, essentially we need to fire science at this point because they don't want to hear it anymore. They don't want to be inconvenienced anymore. They're, they're, they're lazy or they're ignorant or they don't care. But Donald Trump has caused all of that. If this were President Clinton or President Biden, None of those people would be out there chanting fire Fauci. None of them. They'd probably all like, you know, Dr. Fauci quite a bit, but that's not the case. And, and it's a little bit sickening because we have more and more people dying. And that Stanford study did not take into account the entire, you know, September 20th, all, all of October, heavy campaign season. Donald Trump has been holding multiple rallies per day for, for weeks now. Four or five rallies a day, tens of thousands of people. In three or four weeks, we may see case numbers way up death numbers way up and he's doing this he's campaigning in the highest the worst surge we have had at all this is worse than may this is worse than april may this is the worst it's been and he's out there throwing 10,000 people together no masks no distance nothing your current president ladies and gentlemen and i hope that if you voted you voted to save american lives and and get this guy out because he doesn't care about American lives. I hope he voted to save American lives uh, because lives are at stake. People are dying because of this president. I digress. Tomorrow's election day. It's nerve wracking. It's, it's election day eve. And we had some good news today. So a Texas judge upheld 127,000 votes in Texas that were cast in a drive-through. They had drive-through voting. The GOP in Texas sued. They said it shouldn't count. And the judge upheld those votes. 
They also, the GOP also sued Las Vegas, trying to get them to slow down their count of mail-in ballots, but the federal judge there said they can continue counting the ballots, so we should have better numbers tomorrow. Good to go. Good accurate numbers tomorrow. Uh, we had some other rulings this week that were in favor of extensions on mail-in deadlines, things along those lines, and a federal judge ordered the United States Post Office to take extraordinary measures to make sure all ballots are delivered. They ordered the USPS. So good things coming, coming from that. Nearly 100 million people have voted already, which is 70% of the 2016 total. Um, and that's just right now. There's still voting going on today, and then uh, we'll, we'll see what happens tomorrow. But we could well surpass, well surpass the 2016 turnout, which is great. It's just great that more Americans are able to vote. It's a good thing. Unlike the GOP, who sues at every turn to make sure American votes do not count. They, are, they want to invalidate votes. They do not want Americans to have a voice. I don't know why the GOP is suing all over the country to invalidate votes that might arrive a day late because the post office was slow or, you know, might have been in a drive-thru instead of a walk-up because how you get there, you know, apparently matters. So it, it's just baffling to me that the GOP is now the party of don't vote. And if you do, we're going to try to make it go away. So votes should matter. Everyone's vote should matter. And these political parties should be bolstering votes, not trying to take them away. So nearly 100 million have voted already in, in early voting, which is fantastic. I want to go over just a couple of scenarios. So here's a map graphic. And if you look at this graphic, I know it looks like an electoral map, but it's what, where we can expect votes to come in, when we can expect those vote tallies. The redder the state, the later the results are expected. The bluer the state, the more safe we'll get them on election night. Um, states like are really red like California, and that, that's weird, but California has such a large margin that leans Democrat that it doesn't matter that the results come in late because we basically know California is going to go blue. And there are some other states like that. What we need to look at is Pennsylvania and North Carolina and some others. L last week it was, oh, this is gonna, thing is going to come down to Pennsylvania, North Carolina maybe. It's gotten a little wider than that and a little more concerning. Pennsylvania is going to be slow to report. So is North Carolina. But the thing is, is that Iowa and Ohio have now come into the toss-up picture. They were leaning Republican, but now they're in the toss-up picture. They're also going to report slowly, as is Michigan. So we're looking at a situation now where Iowa, Ohio, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and North Carolina, we may not have those results on election night. And the reason, and it wouldn't be a big deal in any other election, really. But in this election, Donald Trump has already laid the groundwork to show his supporters or, or try to convince his supporters that this is a rigged election. And he has recently said on election night, if he is ahead in those states, he's going to declare victory, which is problematic because those states, once the ballots are counted, the mail-in ballots are counted, the absentee ballots are counted, some can be as late as like November 12th. Once those votes get counted, a lot of the shift will go toward Democrats because more Democrats have been using the mail-in voting system. If Donald Trump declares victory and then those results seemingly change from Republican to Democrat, his supporters are going to perceive a rigged process, even though all that's happening is the votes are being counted. And it's problematic. It sets up a dangerous precedent. Those states that I mentioned that are going to report late, if we're just talking about Pennsylvania, Michigan, North Carolina, we're talking 51 electoral votes. That's big. 
But with Ohio and Iowa, we're talking 75. It's a huge chunk of votes. So we're, we're talking about potentially a large swing, Republican to Democrat. We could be talking 20, 30 votes changing hands over a few days. And that's dangerous because we know that there are armed groups out there who are preparing for this situation. They're preparing to defend the president in this situation. This is widely reported. So I'm not trying to be hyperbolic here. So, so we have this situation where we've got the, we've got, you know, armed groups coming out. Now, I don't think we're going to see a big clash, like group on group. What I think we might see is a snowball effect where we see some violence in a small area, and then other people come to defend, and then we see skirmishes elsewhere, and then we start seeing very large turns. You know, we, we saw the Black Lives Matter protests over the summer. I think this could be far worse should it snowball, especially if the results remain inconclusive for a long period of time. So be safe. Be safe. I'm hoping that we get results early. If Florida goes Biden early, I think we're okay. If, if Florida stays neutral, I think it's going to be very difficult for Trump to create the illusion of victory because he won't have those votes. I think Florida is key here. If Florida and Pennsylvania and North Carolina are not called, I don't think Trump can actually declare victory because he, it would be too close. I don't think he can get away with it. If Florida goes Biden, I don't think he can get away with it. If Florida gets called Trump early, we may be in trouble as a nation because that's going to make it easier for Trump to declare victory on election night. And then when results change back, it could be that much more consequential. So election night tomorrow, I'm nervous. I'm excited. I'm not going to go to sleep tomorrow until I know. And if I don't know, I'll go to sleep. And then it's going to be a nerve wracking week for all of us. So be ready for that. I hope everyone had a good Halloween weekend. I hope everyone relaxed a little bit. And coming up to the election, um, be safe. I hope everyone's voted. I hope you're, or, or you're voting tomorrow. I hope you vote to save American lives. But most importantly, I hope you remain safe. Be safe. Be smart. Because I, I know it seems hyperbolic, but it's not outside the realm of possibility, given the groundwork that Donald Trump has laid, that there might be some people out there who, who get violent. So be safe out there. Be safe. You know, be, be, be uh, responsible and, uh, and go vote. Thanks for checking out the New Deal. New Minute today. Uh, tomorrow, check us out on the New Deal. I'm probably going to do some type of watch party. I may go live. I'm doing some live streams from hour to hour, just kind of updating, maybe take some questions, start some discussions. So I check out the New Deal Facebook page for that tomorrow. Thanks for checking in. I will talk to you guys over the course of the week. Be safe. Have a good one.